but what are we as a people if we don't move together? Has <clears throat> everybody got that? What are we as a people if we don't move together? There's plenty that fuss and fight and argue and bicker and want their own way and all that. I sure thank God we ain't got a word about that. Y'all realize what a blessing that is. I do want to, uh, yes, y'all have got it up on the screen. That's actually 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 7 tonight. And then we'll also be in Jude 24 and 25. And then we'll move over to Romans 8, 38. Okay, so uh, before we're done, you might feel like you've showed up at Bible study. But shouldn't it be a little like that? Right? I mean, we're here to dig into the Word of God. I don't know about you, but I need encouragement from the Lord. Where else are we going to get it? I mean, the music's great, right? Speaks the truth into our heart. But that Word of God is what's going to change things. That's what's going to change things. I, uh, well, let's go ahead and read the Word, and then I'll get into it. I've got to set some things straight there for my wife. But we'll do that after I read the Scripture. Maybe she'll have more grace afterwards. First uh, Peter, chapter number 1. Tonight, beginning in verse 3, you know, I think God calms things down a little bit sometimes, and He just likes that. God likes change tempo sometimes, and I think He's just calmed things down tonight, so I don't know what to expect. I'm going through it with you, amen? And so we'll just see where God wants to go. First Peter chapter number 1, uh, beginning in verse 3 tonight, Blessed be the God and Father. This is, and let me just say this, this is a familiar passage, okay? But don't miss what it's saying. Verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father... Of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trials of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Having not seen, ye love. In whom thou now ye see him not yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Boy, sometimes we forget who we are. We're going to examine that tonight because we need to be reminded. We need some victory. Let's be reminded who we are tonight. Let's pray. Heavenly Father God, tonight I come to you humbly, God. God, I realize I'm nothing, Lord. God, this old body, I, God, apart from you, I'm nothing, but with you, I'm everything you want me to be. <laughs> God, I thank you for that. God, I pray tonight you remind us how good you are. God, how much you love us. God, what an inheritance you've given to us. God, not just uh, in glory, but now. God, in these days in which we live. God, we need help. We need victory, God. We need to be reminded of the joy we have because of you. So, God, I pray you do that tonight. I pray you massage that heart, God. God, open us up that we'd get some peace about things. God, we'd get some joy about things, God. God, we'd be reminded, God, that we're called to go forward, not put it in park. 
Not go backwards, not quit. But God, keep going for you, Lord. God bless us tonight. Bless the reading of your word, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, I prayed, and I know she's going to have a softer heart when I say this. But Kim reminded me, y'all know we had the little bickering thing and all that, and Lord, y'all forgive me, I don't mean to bring things up, but they just do, right? We're as transparent as that plexiglass, right? She, uh, she quickly reminded me of what, what we were bickering about. <laughs> it just seems that women don't get over it like men do. I had moved on. I didn't realize we were, we were still conversing about it. <laughs> I wouldn't call it bickering because I forgot. <laughs> but she was quick to remind me this afternoon exactly uh, what was going on. Praise the Lord for a wife. Praise God for. And uh, she was reminding me what it was about, but she also reminded me of the fact I came back in after prayer time and apologized to her. She wanted to make sure that got said tonight. Honey, are you satisfied now? I sure did apologize. Sometimes, men, that's one of the greatest things we can do. Get outside our way and our pride and just be honest, you know. God can really do something with somebody that's got a humble heart, a humble spirit. And it don't matter who you are, if you're standing behind the pulpit or uh, you standing out there in the foyer, it doesn't matter. Uh, we need to be humble. And we can either choose to be humble or God can humble us. So um, whatever that's worth, you take it tonight and run with it. But I'm going to try to do better. Here we are. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses uh, 3 through 8 tonight. And looking, um, and looking at this passage, I've been doing some reading and studying. And God really uh, just put this on my heart tonight for us. to I believe it grow us a little bit. I, I think it would remind us how great God is. How great it is to be a child of God. How many of you tonight are glad you're saved? Glad you, the God that, uh, that God reached down and convicted your heart and, and let you know you was lost because you do realize that uh, you got to be lost before you can get saved. You got to realize your condition before you can give your life to Christ. Before He can change it, you got to realize it. So I want to say, firstly, tonight, if you're lost, this is your night to get saved. God's calling you unto salvation because He loves you. God wants you. He desires you in a boy in a way you cannot imagine how much God loves you. If we could see it all, we couldn't contain it all. Amen? That's why everybody's life has purpose. If there's breath in your lungs, sorry, honey, I'm going to spit on you now over that, but if you've got breath in your lungs tonight, God is not done with you. I pray we realize that. God not only loves us, but God's still got use for us. He's got use for us now. And tonight on my heart, what God has uh, put there is that phrase, kept by the power of God. Kept by the power of God. For those that are born again tonight, you know whether you or not you are born again. But for the born again believer tonight, it is a fact God saved you. It is a fact that God has bestowed His mercy upon you. Boy, when we look at this 
passage, we, we must understand that not only is God keeping us for heaven, but He's keeping us now. He's keeping us now. We are not just fit for heaven when we get there. We're fit for heaven now. I wonder how many times we forget that. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I have to be reminded. I have to be reminded. When we look at this passage, let's walk through this together. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You do realize the Father who we serve. There's a lot of people praying to God. But not everybody's praying to the same God. You need to know who your Father is. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy, and I want to say tonight, thank God for abundant mercy because I've needed it. I've needed it. Thank God it's available some of y'all used even more than others. Thank God it was available, right? Boy, we could be laying in the hospital bed tonight. By the grace of God and His mercy upon us, we're not. To His abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. Thank God He sent His only begotten Son to die on the cross. Listen to me, you can have a, you can have, we could line up tonight and die for each other and it wouldn't mean a thing. Wouldn't mean, a, wouldn't mean a hill of beans at the end of the day. But to know that God sent His only begotten Son. I, I hope tonight you realize how valued you are by God. I hope you realize tonight just how much He loves you. How much He cares for you. Notice this. Uh, abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope. Not a hope so, but a living hope. You know what that is? That's assurance. My hope is assurance. My hope is alive because my hope tonight is Christ. We do not keep ourselves. Do you understand me tonight? We do not keep ourselves. If you're saved here tonight, you do nothing to keep yourself saved. You do nothing to keep your name written in the Lamb's book of life. It is the Lord Jesus Christ by His death, burial, and resurrection. The power of God. And I wish we could get a hold of the fact that the power of God has not changed. I tell you this, if a church got on fire for God, looking for His power, I told them the men tonight in the prayer room, if uh, we would go with expectation for God to move in His power and be willing and surrender to it, boy, it'd blow our mind what God do with us. What God do in this community, in our neighborhood. You want some encouragement, you get a hold of God like that. Boy, God will encourage your soul. He's begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Thank God He's not dead any longer. Verse 4. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away. Reserved in heaven for you. And we reach our verse tonight. Who are kept by the power of God. Through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. 
It is amazing to me. It is amazing to me, and I get there, so please understand that what is uh, ever being preached behind this pulpit is lived out first. But it is amazing to me when I find myself in the condition and I see others in the condition that we trust God to keep heaven for us. But we ain't got enough faith that He's keeping us now. It's great to talk about heaven. It's great to talk about glory. I love it. I love to sing about it. I love to talk about it. I'm go- Matters of fact, I pray I go in the rapture. I just want to see what it looks like. Anybody with me? God chose to came back, come back for the church tonight. I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? But it's amazing to me. We can get all excited about, uh, uh, we can get excited to, to think about God keeping the inheritance for us. But what about God keeping us for the inheritance? Some of you don't understand what I'm saying tonight. Huh? We think about the inheritance to come, but sometimes we got such a lack of faith that we wonder how God's going to get us there. That's real popular, isn't it? Listen to me. There is a truth here in the Word of God. There's a truth here in the Word of God. Who are kept? Who is the who? Children of God. The born-again children of God. Those that are saved, born again. I'm glad to be a who. I never thought I'd be a who, but it says I'm a who. Who are kept by the power of God. Can I tell you tonight, that's God's side of the equation. Do you hear me? That's not your side of the equation. That's God's side of the equation. Who are kept by the power of God. Can I tell you this? You do not have the power tonight to take care of your problems. You do not have the power tonight to hold yourself up. (laughs) Folks, if you ain't realized it already, we're in need of God. We're in need of God. And the world in which we live, it ain't getting no better. It's only getting worse. And if you're trying to do it on your own and think you've got it, you better wake up now. You ain't got it, folks. You need God. But notice here, who are kept by the power of God. So what does that look like on God's side of the equation? Well, why don't we look at some words? How about that word, power? God's force, a divine force, a divine strength and a divine ability. Boy, that's what God's got. But that ain't what we got. And I'm talking about trying to do it in your flesh and do it yourself. Because I know somebody's sitting there thinking, well, I got God, I'm saved. Yeah, but how many times do we try to go on our own? In our own power, thinking we can hold it together. You cannot hold it together. You need God to hold it together. You know, we'll believe God's power for salvation, but we forget His power for everyday living. We do. We'll get beside ourselves. We'll get upset. We'll get worried. How many of you has fretted? 
gotten beside yourself. Get worried to the point you're sick to your stomach. Can't even function. Don't tell me it don't exist. I'm looking at it more than we realize. How many of you know you can make worry your God too? But if we're saved, born again children of God, we've got that same power for everyday living. We've got to understand God doesn't save us and drop us. I, I said that this morning. It's become such a theme upon our, on my heart because I look around and I see so many Christians not living in the power of God. Not trusting Him for it. And listen, I'm not throwing stones, Bibles, or hymnals. You can throw them right back at me. Because we're all there together, folks. How crazy is it to think that the God of heaven is holding our eternity, our inheritance in place, but yet cannot carry us from day to day? I was reading an analogy by Andrew Murray about this exact, uh, exact thing and, and reading, uh, boy, just God just really grabbed my heart about this thing. He uh, writes about a father who saves for an inheritance for his children. But as he is saving for his children that inheritance, he does nothing to teach his children of the inheritance. Oh no, he lets his children run wild. Gives them no education or teaching about the inheritance. How crazy does that sound? It sounds about as crazy as a Christian thinking that God's not with us on an everyday basis teaching us about our inheritance that we have right now. Think about that, folks. Why is it that we would choose a miserable life as a believer if anybody ought to have joy or ought to be the saved child of God? Yes. How crazy that sounds. How foolish that sounds. And my heavenly Father, He's not foolish. Oh, He's not foolish. He gives me everything that I need when I'm relying on Him. I'd ask you tonight, are you truly relying on God? Are you truly living in the power of God? Yes, we look to glory. Thank God for glory. You know what? I'll never know what hell feels like. <laughs> I will never know what it smells like. Hmm? I'll never know what it sounds like. Even though they have dropped some mics down there. You know, they dig that hole. And y'all ever heard that? Terrible stuff come out of them holes. I turn it off. Sounds devilish. Might be hell. I don't know. But I'll never know what it's like there. And as great as that is, and as wonderful that is, let me ask you this. Why should we live defeated here? Why, why should we live depressed here? Why should we live in worry here? Why should we live in fear here when we belong to God? We've got to live in the power of God. I think about Southside Baptist Church. I think of all the things that God is doing here. And I ask you, are we fully operating in the power of God? God help us if we ain't. That's right. God help us. And you say, preacher, well, that's up to you. Well, we in trouble. Huh? I, let's get real tonight. If it's dependent upon the preacher, we've already sank. 
Huh? If it's dependent upon the deacon body, we've already sank. If it's dependent on the Sunday school teachers and directors and ministries, we've already sank, folks. Oh, we've got to be dependent upon God. We've got to be operating in His power, right? I mean, I'm talking about for everyday living. Him leading and guiding under the control of the Holy Spirit of God. Listen, I don't know about you tonight. I thank God for the Holy Spirit of God. Moving and working in our lives. Leading, guiding us, giving us the wisdom that we need. And Lord knows we need wisdom in these days. God, help us. We've got to operate in the power of God. Listen, I am over so many things this year. This, well, I say this year. My goodness, last year, this year, maybe next year. I don't know. I, go, I guess we'll go ahead and put next year on it too. We've got to go with God, y'all. But we've got to go in the power of God, realizing that, yes, we have an eternal inheritance, but we've got an inheritance now. You realize being saved, having the Holy Spirit of God abiding in you, that's part of your inheritance. Having leadership of God. Experiencing the blessings of God. Guess what? That's part of your inheritance. Are you living in it? I think too many times we're so preoccupied with worry and stress and work and all those things that we forget the power of God. The power of God. It is, the, it is God's responsibility to keep you and his word says he will so i guess the question is do you believe god tonight do you believe god tonight and i'm going to say it, either we trust god or we just don't believe him huh and you might say preacher well i have those moments we all have those moments so guess what when god brings it to our attention you know what he's saying you need to deal with that. You think God led us here by accident tonight? No. God ain't never led us nowhere by accident. God ain't never said, well, I, I guess that's where we'll be tonight. No, God knows exactly what we need and when we need it and how we need it. I believe that with all of my being. We are kept by the power of God. God knows His part. It's up to us to be surrendered to it. Let Him do His part. But notice our part of the equation. What is your job? What is your responsibility? Well, notice what the Word of God says. Verse 5, who are kept by the power of God, what? Through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. It's our job to live by faith. To trust God. To wait upon the Lord when He calls us to. And then when he says, go and hit the gas, somebody ought to be saying, show me where the pedal is. Huh? We're going with God. That's our job to live by faith, to trust God for who he is. Hey, you know what the problem is, though? We try to do the front side of that verse ourselves, so we never experience the second part. Maybe you're here tonight. And you're trying to you do everything in your own strength and power and hold yourself together. Can I tell you, you're probably falling apart and you don't even realize it. Let God do His part so you can do yours. 
By faith, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Notice what verse 6 says. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Who's been there? Boy, we could just sit on that. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You know what we need to do is quit the pity party and thank God for what we go through and face. Now listen, you, I know what you're thinking. I know what sanctified imaginations are going to think right now. Because we are a judging people, are we not? We love to judge, don't we? Let's pick somebody. We'll throw something at them tonight. Let's sacrifice somebody. <laughs> huh? Okay, some, now everybody's laughing, so we'll be all right. I know what you're thinking. Preacher, you don't know what I've been through. Preacher, you don't know what I've faced. You, you don't know what faces me tomorrow when I wake up. Listen, we're all the same. We're all the same. We all got trouble. I mean, and here's the deal. Either we could sit around and we could, we could uh, compare our trouble or we could sit around and have faith together. You know that? Or go forward with God in faith. Right? Hey, count your trouble as a blessing. I ask you this. When's the last time you praised God that you had some trouble? Well, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Huh? We can. We can give Him praise. We can rejoice. You know why? Because we can ask God to show us something through it. How, let me ask you this. How in the world do you think your faith is going to be increased if your faith is never tried? I wouldn't give two cents for a faith that ain't been tried. Huh? That sounds like some kind of fake mess to me. Some kind of hocus pocus. I don't need none of that. Because it ain't going to be there when I need it. But a faith that is tried and tested. Thank God for what we face. But preacher, I've got cancer. But preacher, I'm going through this. Listen, I'm telling you this. Look for God to do something. I told our young people this morning. We were in there, young adults this morning. And I don't know why I keep going back to what. It was just a good morning with them. Jessica, what a great morning together. I, I pray God helped you, because he sure helped me. But I told them this morning, you go in Monday morning and lose your job. What's the first thing we do? The world is coming crashing down. Am I saying that that's not a significant thing? Sure it is, folks. That's your livelihood. That's how you support your family. But can I tell you this? Sometimes we ought to just say, God, what do you want me to do then? Do you realize God gave you the job that you've got? You realize God gave you the house that you've got? Hey, and if it goes away, guess what? God will provide for you if you belong to Him. We need to live in the power of God. That's living in the power of God. Saying, God, I don't know what you want me to have, where you want me to go, but God, I'll trust you for it all the way. That's why that church was able to do what they did. The power of God, operating in the power of God. And if we want to see the blessings of God, we've got to operate in that same power.
I believe, I'm, I'm, I'm serious tonight, I, I believe that the, the church of the living God has done fell asleep. Forgot who God is. Forgot about the power of God. You realize today He's able to take care of you. Oh, He's able to do for you. That abundant mercy that we were taught, listen, that, that I just read in this passage, it's real. Still available today. Thanks be to God. We have got to get over these things. We've got to get over ourselves and focus on God. Do your part. He's going to do His. God will always do what He says. He's faithful. Look with me at Jude in the book of Jude. If you don't know where that is, turn to Revelations and go left. Verse 24 and 25, not easy to find. I mean, easy to find because it's the last two verses of the book. We got pages turning. Praise the Lord. What does the word say? Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Let it sink in. Everybody letting it sink in? I'm going to read it again. Now unto him. That is able. Aren't you glad he's able? I just had to get that in. Aren't you glad he's able? Aren't you glad that it don't say he might be able? <laughs> Aren't you glad it don't say he might could? I don't, listen to me. We forget these things. Huh? Do we not? Don't leave me hanging here. I know I ain't by myself. We forget this. Now unto him that is able. He's got the ability. To keep you from falling. To keep you from falling. Can I ask you this? If God's keeping you from falling, then how far can you really fall? Folks, we ain't talking about your ability and mine. Lord knows if I had to depend on James Allen to keep me from falling, I'd be in trouble. And I love you. <laughs> I was talking about physically, but I mean. But our faith ain't based on a man. <laughs> our faith is based on God and who he is. What are we talking about tonight? A divine ability. What does that mean? No matter what you're facing. Hey, let it come, y'all. Let it come. I don't care what happens next. Y'all hear me? Everybody get that? I know that scares you when you say things like that. I don't care what comes next. I ain't got to worry about falling. Where am I going to fall to? Glory. I can't go to hell. I can't go to hell. <laughs> Ain't that good? <laughs> that just made me want to smile and laugh. I can't go to hell. If you're saved, you can't go to hell. So where are you going to go if you fall? In the arms of Jesus. <laughs> In the arms of God. He's got you. <laughs> He's got you not by your power but by His. 
Why? Because what? He is able. <laughs> he is able. Divine ability. Man, I don't know what you're facing tonight, but I can tell you this. I just had to laugh. Because it's so good. I'm not going anywhere that God don't want me to. As long as I'm in His will, all the hell can come after me. That scares people, don't it? You know why? Because they ain't ready. That creates a little flutter and a deep swallow in your throat. You might not be ready. And I say that with love tonight because you need to get it right. Folks, we ain't got much more time. I know you've heard that for a hundred years. The truth is, it's winding down. And I don't know the time and the hour as no man does. But sure looks obvious to me what God is doing. He's preparing His church. You know, when God comes back for His people, I, you know, we talk about the remnant, and I... I mean this with all my heart. If this ain't the remnant, I don't want to be a part of it. Y'all look at me like I'm crazy. If you're saved and this ain't the remnant, you would not want to be a part of it. But I believe it is. You know why I believe it is? Because we're sold out to God. Can we do better? Can we believe Him for more and His power? You better believe it. And folks, we're going to. You hear me? We're going to. We are, we are latching on to the horns of heaven, and we just going to stay right there, and we're going to see God's glory. We're going to see God's glory in our age and in our time. You hear me? Why? Because we're going after God for it. We care less what man has to say. We care less what trials may come our way, what temptations that we face. We're going with God. Are you going tonight? Are you going tonight? Who cares about circumstance? Some of y'all just don't get it yet. Who cares about circumstance? Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Boy, that's good. And to present you faultless before the presence of his glory. That's what you don't deserve. But that's what he does. And not only does he do it, but how does he do it? With exceeding joy. How, how tonight could you hear those words and think that God doesn't love you? What else could God do for you? How more could God express his love for you? His care for you? Man, some of you young people in here tonight, hear me. God's got great plans for your life. God wants to do great men. God wants to show and reveal Himself to you like you've never seen Him before. You say, preacher, you're great. No, I'm not. That's the God I serve. He wants great things for you. But you've got to be right with Him. And guess what? To those that are retired... Maybe God's going to take soon. I don't know. God take any of us real soon. But it goes the same thing for you. God wants to show you great and mighty things. But we've got to want it. We've got to desire it. We've got to go after it. He wants to do it how? with exceeding joy. I believe that with all my heart.
Verse 25, this is, this is to him. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. I want to ask you tonight, if we're not living in the power of God, what are we waiting for? You waiting for the next thing to come out that's going to be popular, that you think is going to help you? It is never going to be popular serving God the right way. The world hates it. But if we're going to see the power of God, we're not going to have to worry about popularity. I could care less how popular we ever are. As long as we're going with God. Do we want to reach people? You better believe it. But we ain't putting on a show for it. Why? Because we're not going in man's power. We're going in God's. I want to read this in closing tonight. Romans. <laughs> Romans 8.38 I thank God for His power. I thank God for His presence. I thank God for the presence of God that shows up even when we don't deserve it. Romans 8, 38 and 39, such a familiar passage to us here at Southside. And I believe God gives it to us because we need it. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. <laughs> I don't know where you are tonight. I don't know the, the strength and the power that you're trying to operate in. But I know the one God wants us to. So I want to ask you to do this. And you may not want to do it. You ain't got to do it. I don't really care. It's up to you on what you do. You mind God as I mind God. But we'll receive the power of God when we go to God. So what am I asking tonight? That we pray. That we pray. That, I, that we pray, number one, that we'd be right before God. How many of you know you can't get anything from God if you ain't right with Him? That we'd be right with God. What does that mean? If there's sin in your life, let's just call it what it is. If there is sin in your life, ask Him to forgive you. Call it out before Him. You say, preacher, we talk about this all the time. You know why? Because that's how God moves. You see, God is not going to move corporately or in your family if you don't get right with God. And I think so many times we'll be like, well, I mean, come on, we just, we're beating a dead horse. With... Let's be right with God. Let's be right with God.
And if you are right with God, then why don't you pray the power of God upon this place? And I'm not talking about the drywall and the two-befores and the steel because it doesn't need the power of God. God's holding up all this. I'm talking about on us. On us. On us. How many of you know we need the power of God? Well, if you ain't got it already, we need the power of God. I want to know what God wants to do next. I want to experience and see what God does next. But it can only be by His power. Heads bowed, eyes closed. I'm on a, this altar is open. I pray we utilize it tonight. You want to be encouraged, find yourself there. <laughs> He's here. He's here. He's God. And boy, a day and time when we needed His power in our homes, His power over our kids, <laughs> power over our grandkids, There's husbands and wives that need the power of God. Boy, there's some marriages today that need the power of God. I include myself. Yes. We all need the power of God. We need to operate in the power of God. I tell you tonight, if you're not seeking His face, why not? Let's be faithful to the Lord tonight. and Let's be obedient to Him. If He's calling you, don't put it off. No greater time to be with God than right now. <laughs> Don't put off today what God's doing today. Heavenly Father, God, Lord, I love you. And God, I thank you and praise you tonight. God, I thank you for the promises of your word. God, the promise of your power, God. So God, I pray tonight we'd be a people clean, separated, consecrated to you, God. God, that we could operate in your power, God. The power of God on our lives. The power of God on this church. God, there's people leading ministries in this church. God, I pray they seek the power of God for their ministry. God, the place you've called them to serve. God, I pray they seek the power of God on that ministry, Lord. God, we can't go without you, Lord. I don't want to go without you, God. God, I want your power on us, Lord. God, on our families, our homes, our children. God, help us, God. Help us, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.